0: Three weeks ain't a lot of time. It ain't quite a month, which ain't even one-tenth of a year, which is only about one-one-hundredth of the amount of time folks get to live this life. Three weeks was, however, the amount of time it had taken Big Rod to actually feel comfortable aboard the IS Lucy. Turns out Marcus wasn't just his day-one tour guide, but his roommate. Recently, the fourth member of Marcus's own communal had come into some unfortunate circumstances and had made a hasty exit over the ship's port side deck. So it just so happened they were looking for a replacement. The first surprising occurrence that Big Rod had noticed when he first entered the room was its size. Apparently Marcus was something of a pet project for Conrad and so he decided to treat him nice. Maybe he figured if he spoiled Marcus as bad as he'd been spoiled, he'd learn to be as rotten to the core as Conrad himself. Fortunately, it didn't work. Marcus was a simple man. Sure, he used all the modern conveniences available to him, but he didn't let them change what he was in his core. He was kind to folks. About as social as they come, And unlike just about anyone else Big Rod had said he'd ever met, managed to have stories worth telling. In addition to his position as boss's favorite, Marcus's room was large on account of the other customers it catered to. It was a higher-up management room. Not that that mattered much to Conrad, but he figured if he wanted to keep his skilled workers around, he might be wise not to stick them in the broom closets. Above Marcus's bunk on the far left wall of the room lived the head of surveillance aboard the Lucy. He was a non-human with a name about as unpronounceable as they come. So around here, everybody just called him the Rat. It was the farthest thing from polite, and normally I wouldn't be willing to call a feller a thing based on what he looked like, but he leaned into it. In fact, if memory serves, the Rat himself was the one who came up with the name. His species was advanced technologically and boasted all sorts of fancy gadgets and gizmos. Unfortunately for the rat, that ain't what folks see when they look at you. His brains were hidden inside of him, and on the outside, frankly, he looked like a common animal. He stood about three feet tall, although I'm sure largely due to slouching. If he stood up straight, I reckon for certain he'd get another foot and a half at least, maybe two. His face was like a rat's, too. Long snout. Whiskers, gray fur, and jet black eyes, which emanated a clear sense of massive intelligence. His claim to fame aboard the Lucy was a fancy camera system that he claimed gave him eyes to watch over anything that happened anywhere on the ship. Seemed hard to believe, but hey, Conrad clearly hired him for something. Why wouldn't it be that? On the other side of the room, the bottom bunk was wisely occupied by a familiar face, the man that had escorted Conrad onto the main floor on Big Rod's first day. Turns out he looked bigger and meaner because he was bigger, although certainly not meaner, than any of the other folks aboard the ship. Gao Gung was the head of physical security aboard the Lucy. Sure, the rat might have seen folks stealing from a card table on the casino floor, but it was Galgung and his men who had the job of escorting the passengers to their cabins, where they stayed until such a time as the ship arrived at its next port. However, in spite of his behemoth size and the very nature of his aggressive job, Galgung was a peaceful man. Before he came aboard the Lucy, he was a farmer. That was about all he was willing to say about his previous life circumstances, but Big Rod didn't mind. His own past wasn't exactly a matter of public discussion anyway, so he didn't mind other people feeling the same way. Big Rod stood at least a head and a half shorter than Gao on a good day, and in size and stature, Gao practically filled up every room he was in. He had an extra-sized bed in width, because otherwise he'd be half-hanging over the edge any time he needed to sleep. And that's assuming he slept on his side. Galgung's skin was a dark, almost black-brown, and his eyes shone in contrast bright green. He had a short, flat snout for a nose, and his skin was marked with gray splotches, so he bore a passing resemblance to a bull as if his size wasn't already enough to make a grown man slightly soak his trousers when he approached. Big Rod's own heart was stone. He didn't make attachments, he didn't get sentimental. These folks shared a room with him, that's all. Although I think even from the beginning, Big Rod used to always see him as a team, if nothing else. They worked together as forces that folk respected on board the ship. Big Rod might not have been in charge of security, surveillance, or licking Conrad's boots, but people still feared and respected him aboard the Lucy. Everywhere he walked, he carried an air of respect. In three short weeks, he had gone from the freak Conrad picked up on that backwater dirt hole to the man that everyone aboard looked up to both in stature and status. Whether or not he loved the work he was doing, Big Rod never put half his heart into anything. He took everything seriously and worked not for man, but for something greater. Call it honor, pride, or whatever you lack. Like. Big Rod himself struggled to identify just what his motivations were sometimes, but he stuck to them nonetheless. The call is on you. Big Rod looked down at his hand and the two cards he held there. He sat at a round table in the middle of their communal room with Marcus, Gowgung, and the rat seated on the three opposite corners. If you can call any part of a round table, the corner, that is. His expression was stone, eyes unmoving. I fold, he finally said a result which immediately caused a grin to stretch across Marcus's face as he scooped a pile of rattling metal discs from the center of the table over to his side. Did you have anything? Not anything I'd care to share with the table, Marcus said, widening his grin. Every Friday night, the four had been getting together to play cards their own. Marcus figured it was a good way to get some on-the-job training on shuffling and dealing, as well as a fun way to ensure that he spent his co-workers' money more responsibly than they would themselves. It was only their third Friday playing, but they'd already all gotten the feel of the room. Dealer extraordinaire though he may be, Big Rod seemed to never get the cards he needed to beat Marcus, whom fate decided to smile upon irregularly often. You starting to feel settled in? The rat spoke over his own diminishing pile of earnings. Small talk had no precedent at the table, and certainly not coming from the rat. You got a reason for asking? Big Rod shot back. He wasn't one to trust anybody easily. Least of all suspicious chit-chat where chit-chat had historically been absent. No reason at all, just wanted to distract myself from the clear robbery that Marcus is executing tonight, the rat said with his own slight grin. Big Rod had been slightly tensed, but at that he slowly let his guard down. I'm starting to get used to it, Big Rod said, gathering up the cards and dealing the next hand, although I could certainly use a little less of the big man in my life. Gowgung stirred uncomfortably next to Big Rod. Not you, the boss man. Gowgung grinned. Gowgung spoke rarely, if at all. Some folks said he did it to add it to his mystery. Big Rod figured he just didn't like going to the effort. Standard wasn't his first language after all, and he was a simple man. He figured why go to the effort of translating your thoughts and trying to master your pronunciations when you can get folks to do what you want with a nod and a point in the right direction. I'd say we can all do with that, Marcus said. I'm about ready to get a hat like yours just to keep the blaring white of his ridiculous suit out of my eyes. Galgung laughed heartily at that. It was the first time they'd heard him laugh and I must say he was the kind of feller whose laugh was irresistible. The rat chuckled, and even Big Rod let a sly grin stretch across his face. Maybe we put him in the middle of Big Room, save money on light. Galgung said and laughed again, even harder this time, causing the rest of the room to join in, all except Big Rod, of course, who risked as much as a smile as he dealt out the cards. The rat did them the pleasure of disabling the camera in their room for poker night. The last thing he wanted was Conrad accidentally hearing something they didn't want him to. Him besides, Conrad wasn't familiar enough with the cameras to notice anything out of place, so he figured it was worth the risk. The night went on, and eventually Marcus sat in front of a stack up to his nose while the rest sat empty-handed. I would call that a lucrative night. Wouldn't you agree, fellas? Marcus laughed this time as he cleanly sorted his winnings and left them on his side of the table. Same time next week, Marcus grinned and Galgung laughed. The rest made their ways towards their beds. Slightly scoffing at a hard day's work lost to the first interspatial bank of Marcus. Owen, oh, one more thing. Marcus says they all proceeded to head off towards the coming night's sleep. I've got an idea, and I think it might be right up your alley.